Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can indeed. Hey, hold on. I can't hear you. One second, one second, one second, one second, one second. Can you hear me now? Yep, I can. Can you? Yeah, yeah. yeah my microphone. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Yeah, but where was I? I was just saying that that brother in particular, he he was just a a, a UK representative. Do you get me? Of mm. of of the of the, the 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 company in in the US. So flipping, he he was giving me jokes because he he was giving me jokes because um he was giving me jokes because obviously when I, I was like, oh, what should I do here? He's like, oh. I can't, I can't advise. You know, lawyers are so funny, man. You see the way they talk. They talk so slowly and so carefully. He's like, yeah. I can't advise because I'm not your client. I'm not, I'm not your client. Um, I'm, I'm the client of Jeff Bezos. Uh, this, that. Man was calling him Jeffrey Bezos. So I was like, I'm the client of Jeffrey Bezos. Um, oh, damn. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how you know my man's... Gives him respect, fam. He's like, I'm the client of Jeffrey Bezos. This that I can't advise. I can't advise you. And then flipping. Um, and then what was I gonna say? Uh, and then, but then, but then, but then I was like, ah, obviously, I was acting, bro. Oh, what are my chances then? Like, this is Jeff. Be- this is Jeff Bezos talking. Second richest man in the world. Like, obviously. It's, I'm gonna lose, and the one was like, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I can't." And then when he was saying that, "Oh, I can't advise you," he was laughing as well. Fam. He even he got it. Was like, I, I was like, "I could tell by your reaction." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that is mad. that is too too mad. Yeah, yeah you're better off sticking with your name because next thing you change it's something else, and someone else has an issue with it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, it's some serious shit, man. It's funny though, man. I knew this was gonna happen. It's so funny if it actually happens. Did they just like sit there and search like? Every single like flipping fam, that's bro, bro, bro. That's what I asked them. I said, How did you know, fam? I said, How did you know you're all the way? It probably triggered it, you know, when you um got the what's it called, the trademark from Mr. Black Bezos. That's what I'm thinking, you know. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. I think that triggered it, you know. Yeah. Because I'm pretty certain he's rich enough, you know, to obviously have a whole team just sat there. Yeah. Looking at trademarks. Yeah. No, that 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 company in particular, they they own you know that you know how he's got a he's got a um a charity, it's called like black it's called um Bezos Day One Fund or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They own the trademark of that. Oh. Yeah. So if you look at who owns the trademark of that, that is that company in particular. That company owns the trademark. Oh my god! Yeah, and and then when I was I'm gone, I was gonna say like if you did want to fight it and keep your name, the only thing I would like suggest is like um asking if you could have no like giving them like royalties or whatever if you ever make it, make a compromise and be like ah, I'll give you two percent of anything I ever make for the name. Fam, you know what the thing you know where I lacked, you know, you know where I lacked, and I really shouldn't be saying this, you know where I lacked, yeah. I filed the trademark under my own name. If I filed the trademark, yeah, with my business, I would have went after it. Because they could have only came after my business and how much oh, yeah. money is in there. Not you know, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. They could have only yeah, yeah. I, you know, if I did it under my business, I would have went crazy. I would have said, Yeah, let's go, let's fight. I would have <laughs> said, let's fight. And the only place they could have sued is the business, bro. 
and there's nothing that, 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 that oh yeah nah, that's yeah. actually peak that yeah is that's what i lacked was over there that ah it's a joke team but anyway fam how's your day been though my day's been so busy, like, oh my goodness. I I just don't understand how I'd be getting so busy these days. But Yeah, these days, yeah, it's it's, it's the end of the end of the year, and it? it's just just natural, isn't it? Everyone just yeah, everyone yeah, everyone just everyone's just busy, yeah, everyone's on it, fam. Everyone's yeah, just... you get like two types of people. Mm. One type of people are like, you know, oh it's the end of the year, let's just slack off and start again in January. And then uh, like the other rest like the rest of us we're busy mm, nah my head is going mad i thought it was just me yeah it's good to hear that mm, mm-hmm. it's not just me that everyone's going thingy i don't like those people that go oh um ah yeah like you said people just slack off like yeah january is my year january 1st it's like you know that mindset is just so ridiculous because when people have that mindset they're literally just going to like drop it after a week because mm. if you you're like i have to wait until tomorrow or i have to wait until monday or i have to wait until next month to start something thing just did it did it you don't have the willpower to start mm. and i don't and i don't like that mentality of like what's it called it like oh people are like they're like they're just waking up now people are like oh yeah next year's gonna be next year's gonna be my year like oh i need to wake up like this year it was xyz but it's like like people just start reviewing the year now, but it's like, bro, I've been, rev- I review my months, I review my days, I review my Literally. weeks. Like I've been awake, you know what I mean? Like I've yeah. been awake. Like why is it taking you to the end of the year to be like, oh crap, this, this, that, this, this. like, bro, man's been awake. I've already went reviewed that, that, that. Like that's gone. I'm over Honestly, here. Honestly, I'm get- 100% yeah. the same. I just don't understand. Yeah, when if people feel like they can. Um, slack off the whole year and only review themselves at the end of the year. What makes you think next year you're suddenly going to start reviewing every part of your mm-hmm. life? Yeah. But you know that journal, like the one I'm always like ranting and raving about? Yeah. Like ever since I got that journal, I swear to God, it changed my life. Well, talk um, to me about that journal. Yeah, because I saw you, what did you say? You said you, what did you say about the journal? I basically had like four of them. So like, I think like two, you know, like a year ago, a year and a half, my cousin recommended it to me because I was looking for, you know, them journals where, because I write everything down. I'm so old fashioned. I feel like I need to get a pen and paper and write down like, you know, my goals, my manifestations, just everything. Um, And with this journal, it literally has like, um, I've even got one in front of me. It's like every day you write like, you know, I'm grateful for this is how I'm making my day great today. And then positive affirmations. That's Mm. at the start of the day. Then at the end of the day, it's like my good deed today, how I'll improve and great things I experienced today. And then every week you basically like review like how you've been. And then at the end of the month, you review literally every aspect of your life and rate it out of 10. Mm. How, how um, How was last month? My last month, I w- it was disgustingly great. Like, it was so mm. good. I think, um, you know, I had, like, a detox in October uh-huh. like, on social media. Uh-huh. And I needed that so much. Because I think I kind of reviewed, I spend a lot of time on social media giving out free gems or whatever. Just, like, you know, being active. A bit like, you know, what you do. And I'll be replying to everyone. But that time was also time I needed to you know put into my own craft and kind of just take time aside and just grow my business instead mm. of like helping everyone else like my business yeah. needs to grow yeah so I 100% yeah it, yeah it was just too good and then I think this month I've just been like okay I've hit all my targets for November mm. let's chill a little mm. 
what does that mean for you for chill? What does chilling mean for you? What does it look like to you? Chilling is like, okay, so... Because everyone I, has their own idea of chilling. Mm, for me, it's like, I've been... Um, I will work. There's times I will literally get up at 6am, 7, I'm like sat down, desk ready. And then I'll like go home, you know, around 3 o'clock, just rest, meditate for like an hour, whatever, just chill. And then back on it from 4 o'clock up until like 3am. And I'm and I was doing that like every single day. Well, that's a chill day for you. No, that's no, that's not a chill day. So for me, a chill day now is like I'll probably you know get up at like eight, start working at nine, and I actually just finish working at five, and then just mm. work on like you know other little cute little things like personal development, reading books, meditation. Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. yeah. Can you so can you meditate for an hour now? No, so okay, I don't. <laughs> I can't, I was having this conversation because I'm like um, mentoring a few people like manifestation, but no, I cannot meditate for an hour straight. Anytime I do try, I actually fall asleep. And I remember me and um, Sam used to joke around all the time and be like, yeah, we're just going to go meditate for like the next four hours. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Nah, I can't. Um, I think like the most I've done, the most I've been actually able to sit there still was like 45 minutes and even then like that was just a one-time thing because i remember you telling me one time that you was going to meditate like the whole train journey or something i don't know like you were telling me one time yeah meditating in train like on a train that's for me that's different like you know when you have to just like you're in your room and you just sit down and just get into the zone but if i'm on a train i have nothing else to do i'm not going to be like you know playing games i'm not going to be watching a movie i'd rather sit there in my thoughts Mm -hmm. and just meditate because yeah. what else like I'm actually in a situation where that's kind of the only thing I can do yeah um like the best way I'd say if you want to really get into meditation and want to get like you know slowly advanced you have to take it slowly like start off at like maybe two minutes or start off with like a 10 minute guided meditation mm-hmm. it tells you everything to do you can't you know lose you can't go wrong if you're being told breathe in breathe out think about this think about that yeah, um yeah. And they stem all the way up to like an hour, the guided meditations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with actual just normal meditation, you have to take it slowly. But the more you meditate, the more you become like, you know, one with yourself. And the more you actually just stop the cloudedness of like life. Life mm-hmm. gets too clouded sometimes. Mm-hmm. Talk. Yeah. Do you meditate? Oh my God, hello, hello. Are you still there? I'm still there. I'm still there. I just um... yeah, yeah. I'm still there. I just received this um, email from from everyone. Oh damn! I hope it's not scary Black Bezos. I mean Jeff Bezos again. Nah, I don't think it is. Yeah, nah, everything's good. Let me let me stay focused, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it was rela- it was kind of related, but it's not. It's calm. Anyway, but I want to say, so what's keeping you like busy these days? Like, what are you on these days? Because I remember I want because one I remember at one point, yeah, you just looked like you was doing everything. Like you were just mm. like, yeah, yeah, I do everything. But these days, you seem really focused. Like, yeah, so is it blue, I... is it blue bland blooping? Let's keep is it, that's uh, yeah. You tell me, innit? 
A hundred percent, yeah. So, like, you know, there was a um story that I recently like read, which was like about a man in access. So I've been telling everyone about this story, yeah. So uh, I'll quickly tell you. In a nutshell, this man was like a wood chopper his whole life, and on this like one specific day, he managed to chop down eighteen trees. Mm. And then, like you know, his manager was like mad proud of him, like, oh, congratulations, like you've done really well. And then on the next day, he tried to do the same again. He didn't manage. He did less. And the next day after that, he decided, let me get up an hour earlier. And today I have to execute it and try and do more. And then he did even less than the last two days. And then he did like an hour earlier the next day. Then by the end of the week, he was only chopping down five trees. And it's like, okay. And then he obviously went to his manager and he's like, why have I only chopped five trees when I was chopping down like 18 trees like at the start of the week? Like, can you help me here? Um, And his manager was like, when was the last time you sharpened your tools? And instead of concentrating on every single tree in the woodland, why are you not concentrating on a specific type of tree that he knows is easy enough for you to chop down? And when I heard this story, like for me personally, it was like, okay, right now I'm like, basically, I haven't sharpened my tools. I'm just using like my blunt axe, essentially. Um, I'm overworking myself, waking up earlier, trying to execute X, Y, and Z and chop down every single tree when I can just try and chop down one type of tree, complete that, then move on to the next. Um, And that's kind of made me more, you know, focused Mm. because trying to do everything, you can't be like a jack of all trades and master of none. Mm -hmm. I'd rather perfect one thing and then move on. And I was just spreading myself far, far, far too. What kind of things were you doing? So um, before, now it's like these are kind of stuff going on in the background. Before I was obviously like, you know, stocks, crypto, day trading. I was doing like property crowdfunding, doing my web development as I still do, um, social media marketing. I was... Um, you was doing, really, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was doing a, a On top of like social life and just being in social media and like, you know what I mean? And giving the free gems, like anti yeah, 9 to 5 exactly. book club remember book club as well and you was at uni as well oh my yeah. goodness and I was doing coaching as well and it was just oh it was just too 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 much for me um hey. and I like you know when you when you tell people like okay I do everything everyone's like everyone speaks like highly and they're like you know mad proud of you and I think that's kind of what kept me going for so many years but I had to reevaluate and just kind of sit down like I would rather have one multinational like massive company um on like you know stock exchange being Forbes being everything and then from there move on to another thing and then end up with like five different ones that are there mm. rather than stagnant with each separate thing absolutely yeah so then what's so what's keeping you like busy then these days then? so what's the focus these days what are you sharpening your axe with so um, I realised, you know, because I had like, you know, just a load of like a wide range of skill sets, I decided to just create like Brand Blueprint Co, mm. which is literally just like a, it essentially helps any personal brand and business across their whole like business journey mm-hmm. from just, you know, a business idea, their business plans, the digital marketing, launching, web development, strategic planning and coaching. So I managed to like narrow down everything I did into like one agency that makes sense mm. um so i've just been growing that um recently i found out that you can like get so many like different grants funding um just so much to actually grow your business mm-hmm. so i've been looking into that making my business plans and obviously the course that 
I want to bring out, I decided I want to bring out like four different courses mm. rather than just one. Yeah, we're going to talk on, on more on that. First, even just for my, this is for purely from, honestly, purely for my curiosity, because I don't actually know. Everybody else is just listening. For me, yeah, I want to know how did, where, where did it all start? Because I don't actually know. Where did it start? Where was the first entrepreneurial, the, 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 you know what I mean? Like, like when, when did it start for JV, man? Honestly, I need to know. It's crazy. It's actually crazy. Like, mm. you know, everyone's What ages? Yeah, go on. Um, so everyone's always like, I swear every single person you says are like sweet at mm. school. Like, no, no, not all of us did that. And I feel like um, for me, it was, I was like 16, I think. Yeah, I was like 16. Um, I'd always wanted to like, you know, kind of work for myself, have businesses, whatever, whatever. But this is when it seriously started. You know, when they say the moment you struggle, that is when you are driven more than anything. So for me, um, it was like um, I was 16 in like year 11 and it was wireless that year. I don't know if you remember the year like when Drake came to wireless. Yeah, yeah. What, what year was that? 20... I think it was like 2015. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was um, the first time he came in it. Uh, yeah, that's when like mm. Drake was just like, you know, riding on London. Mm. Mm. Um, so it was that year. And um, I remember I had like a man at that point and he'd given me for my birthday money so that I could buy a ticket for me and him to go to wireless. Cause So he'd given me like the money in cash to put in my bank account and go, right? Mm-hmm. So I lost this ticket. I think it was like, a hundred. no, I lost the money on my purse and it was like 140 pounds. And at that point, never had a job never like you know really made money of any sort like i was like where the hell and i didn't tell him that i'd lost it so i'm Mm. thinking i've got three months right now where the hell am i gonna get 140 pounds from i don't have a cv i don't know how to get a job like so i just turned 16 Mm. i think so i didn't i just got my like national insurance and everything um and I had school, so I yeah, I just didn't have a lot of time. And I remember watching Apprentice around that time, and uh, there was a guy called Joseph Valentine, and he was like, my aim is to be like Alexander the Great and conquer the world by 30. And back then, like, you know, that really stuck out to me. And I was thinking, this guy, cool, he really wants to, like, you know, be a millionaire, be everything. I'm in a situation where I want to make money, but why stop at just, like, you know, wanting to make money? I need to dream higher, like, once I have it. So um, in that, I went on like Depop and I sold literally, when I say I sold my whole wardrobe, I sold every last thing that I had and still mm. the money wasn't enough. Like it just wasn't, the calculations were just not calculating, right? Well, um, what were your parents saying when you were selling all your shit? Um, they, they just saw me making money and they were kind of like, oh, damn, okay, she's making money and then um and i know you're you're into your fashion so we, so as a girl selling clothes sounds like a big deal to me yeah it was mm. like and you know it was like one of them times when everyone was like proper into like y2k vintage wear uh. so it was kind of like i realized okay on, i'm on depop there's quite a lot of like my stuff that's actually like you know selling even so i sell like my brother's old clothes and stuff and he'd be like where the hell's my top and i've been what are we talking about um and i live near a little town called um buckingham and um i remember like going like to a thrift shop with my friends because they were all into like vintage clothes at that time mm-hmm. um and going into like one of these thrift shops and then after that i was like wait hold on i'm seeing like 
Ralph Lauren. I'm seeing like, you know, like an old Burberry bucket hat in these like charity shops. Mm. What the hell? And then that's when I realized, okay, there's certain areas in this England where people are so rich that they just hand like give away like their old vintage designer clothes. Mm. So I started like going to like different towns, like different little villages, just looking in their charity shops. And then that's when I started like, you know, I'd buy, for example, I remember buying like a this is when Ralph Lauren people actually used to wear it, like bang it out. Um, like buying a shirt for like twelve pounds and selling it for like sixty pounds on Depop. Why? So that's when I realized, damn. Okay, Depop is like cash flow. Um, long story short, by the time I got to um, June, July, June, by the time I got to wireless, I'd managed to buy one ticket, and I was not financially intelligent at all. They don't teach you how to save money. No one teaches you that. So. At this point, I'd been spending, just spending, spending, spending. I'd completely forgotten I had, you know, I'd, I was making money for a purpose. Um, I remember even, like, my mum giving me, like, £80 to buy something. Like, my mum did not give me money. My parents didn't give me money. But it was, like, my mum giving me money to buy something. And instead of me thinking, okay, I need to buy those wire- that wireless ticket that I'm still missing, I went and spent every last penny of it. stupidity. <laughs> what, what stupidity for you? <laughs> like, no, this is, like, you know back when you're like 16 like you know just going mm, out to eat just going mm, out because mm-hmm. i was like none of my friends were working like mm. so i was the only person that was like really had money then so for me i was just like making money and spending it mm. um and then from there i kind of thought okay making money is something i definitely enjoy so i'd say the whole way through sixth form um the wireless thing ended up being a bit of a weird story. Like I ended up getting a ticket the day before, came all the way, like went all the way to London, transferred the money in front of the girl. And then um, the next day I'm like at wireless, I buy like food there for like 15 pounds. And I noticed like, wait, why do I have money in my account? And then realized that the money hadn't even come out. And that was like my, the first time I realized I really manifested that ticket. I manifested the living day out of that ticket because the girl never asked me for money. The girl never done anything, but she gave me the ticket literally for free. Lol. So, but I thought you transferred it in front of her. I transferred and, and it just didn't come out. I don't know what Lord. happened. Like it came up with the whole notification, like confirmation yeah. thing, but it just never yeah. came out. Like she was so, like, thanks, bye. And then you yeah, yeah. And like even on Twitter, I still, I think she follows me for years after on Twitter and she never said anything. So. Lol. Sauce to her. <laughs> but I think because I'd been like, my, my, in my mind, I was like, I'm going to wireless regardless of anything. I'm going to wireless regardless of anything. I was like manifesting it day in, day, in, day out. And oh, so like, up until that point, you never had the, enough money for it? No. So this was like months went by. Okay. I up and everything. That's what I meant. I kept spending my money on stupidity. Got you. Never got, you. Money. got you. Yeah. Anyway, so that was that. And then from there, I got my first job um in spec savers i was working one saturday a week literally on like i think i was like on four pounds an hour like three pounds it was ridiculous and i think i would work like from eight until five so i don't even know how much i was making i I wasn't even making a pair of converses in one day it was disgusting (laughs) man Um, said 32 pound fam yeah nah that's fucked up you know that's fucked up man exactly it was so mad can't even get a meal for that man imagine being on your feet for eight eight hours for a meal that's mad that's slavery man 
and I hate. Oh. oh my god! You know when you hate some, like working somewhere yeah. so much. I yeah. hated it with a passion, but yeah. I need like okay, and like for me, that covered like my bus pass because I used to live far from my sixth form, so mm. that covered my bus pass, and that was pretty much it. And then my food for like the week, maybe. But yeah. Um. So from after that, um, I realized you know obviously I knew like. Depop is making me a lot of money. I carried that on. Like, even till January this year, I've, I've still been reselling on Depop because yeah. a, that's a whole different hustle. But I'll get to that when I get to this year. <laughs> so from, like, um 2016 to 2020, I was just, like, chasing success. Like, I had, um you know, I've worked in Curry's PC World, Virgin Money, um, Specsavers, Costa Coffee, anywhere. Like, Ikea, you name it, I've probably worked there. Like, mm. I wouldn't work I haven't worked at McDonald's. Nah, nah, that's the only thing that me, you, and Jeff Bezos don't have in common. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, you know, I've worked pretty much anywhere and everywhere. And it was like, for me, I thought, like, you know, the harder you work, the more money you make. So there would even be summers where, like, I would work in two different departments in IKEA because managers don't know your rotors. So I literally like, you can't technically do this, but I'll just do it behind their back. So I'd work in my department from like 8 a.m. up until five and then work in another department from five up until nine. So I was doing like 13 no hour shifts. Crazy. <laughs> but IKEA was actually, it was decent. For like a 17 year old, it was decent. I can't lie. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... And I would literally go out, like, let's say I've gone out on a Friday night, I'm in Birmingham, I've gone out to, like, you know, Leicester, I've gone out to London, make it back home for 6.30, and then survive on espresso shots. The whole day, just <laughs> downing espresso. Because um, for me, I just always felt like I, I couldn't do, you know, when people that like, completely ghost, like, a year and just focus on hustling? Mm-hmm. I always felt like I could do it both. Like, I, I just didn't understand why people would do that. But at the same time, I was obviously, you know, burning myself out by working too much. And mm. So um, I had to... Oh, so you're saying, when you're saying you went out, isn't that you went out, like, out? Clubbing. Clubbing yeah. and that. Oh, and you were like... like 6.30. Uh, oh, and you were like, you you found it. Yeah, to be honest, I I, I, I get that. Because, like, people be on... on like, I, yeah, I get that as well. Like, because people be like, oh, all you do is work. It's like, bro, but like, for me, I like, I, I better have more fun than you. Can't even lie. Like, mm-hmm. I'm good. Like, I don't really get when people are like, oh, all you do is work. It's like, nah, man, has fun still. Like, you can, I think you can do both. Like, you, you can, actually yeah. can. But, yeah. um, like, for me, it was, it, because here's the weirdest thing is I was like 16 slash 17 doing mm. that. So, um, I, I'm so grateful that, um, me and my friends were doing stupidity when we were that age because mm-hmm. now that I'm at this age it, like over the last like three years I've gotten so tired of it like people you know at like 19 20 21 still discovering themselves still going out and partying or whatever but for me my head has been more screwed on through the mm-hmm. because I started very young so um but for me um because I was doing all of this going out and working I didn't have time to get my grades up mm-hmm. So, um, like, the whole way, I remember my parents getting me, for A-levels, I did um, maths, biology, chemistry, and sociology. Mm. Um, and I remember I literally just failed everything. Like, when I say I failed, I mean, I, like, year 12, I failed. Like, but, like, I remember listening to Jacob's thing as well. This, I did the exact same thing. 
every time I'd get a report throughout the whole of school, I'd edit my results and give it to my parents. <laughs> now that I've actually like, finished uni, I can confess. I can f- confess away. I don't care. What did you confess to them? I just, I just be confessing little things like that I, I used to do. I'm like, you know, I used to edit my results, right? Um, so it was one of them ones where I kind of realized, you know, when you, I don't know if you've ever seen your parents disappointed in you. It was like one of the worst feelings I think I've ever had. And it drove me so much because I just, I I never want to disappoint my parents, man. Mm. But I think for a long time after that, I was, I stopped living for me and I started living for them. Mm So um the year after I picked myself back up and I managed to um do year 12 and year 13 and one year at uni no sorry at sixth form I like had to push it in there I didn't want to delay a year so I'd literally get to school at like eight in the morning and wouldn't leave school until like five and I'd be revising the whole day pretty much doing like you know AS and A level at mm, one mm. um and then I'd had like my driving lessons back then and I'd ha- then I'd have work as well so it was like, you know, non-stop working, mm. non-stop. And I still wanted to enjoy life. So my wow. weekends would be packed. But I knew it It became more like discipline. Like, I'm not going out this weekend unless if I've done, like, you know, five past, paper, like, past exam papers. Mm. So it drove me to work a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Managed to get to uni. But I know for a fact I didn't want to go to uni at all, at all, at all. But... That disappointment in my parents, I did, I did not want to feel that again. Mm-hmm. So here I am, little, you know, degree. Um, but before I started uni, I was like so focused. Like I was like, I want to start businesses. What made and you then, choose to do a um the degree that you did? What degree was it again? Sorry, pharmaceutical science, technology, and business. What uni was it? Cause I don't even know what uni you went to. Um, it's Kill University in Stoke. Okay. For those of you that don't know, halfway between Manchester and Birmingham. Okay. How come you was in Brom then? Were you in Brom a lot? Yes, because Sam. Ah, I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. My best friend lived in Birmingham and it was like literally like 30 minutes maximum. I think even 25 minutes train. Yeah. How was that uni? How was it? How was your uni experience? So for me, like, um, my uni, right. (laughs) Um, The first semester of first year of uni was the most unserious thing I've ever done in my life. So... (laughs) Let me go back to year 13. I was, I, you know, when I'm saying I was like so focused on education, I was so focused on making money and I was just, I did not have time for nonsense. I knew this is my five year plan. Mm. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do Mm. that. Mm. At the time, from when I was 17 up until I was 18, I used to hang around with like, you know, people that were like up to 25, like anywhere in their 20s up to 25. Mm. And they were... I can say this gracefully now because I don't care about them, man. They were the biggest waste of spaces. They did not do anything that I would be proud of doing at 25. Like, Mm -mm. you know, when you start living for the weekend, like every aspect of you is like, okay, this week I'm going to work this week. I'm going to make this much and everything I make, I'm going to spend it on the weekend. But then you don't have money to even save. You don't have money to just develop yourself as a person. Mm. So when I was like in year 13, I was like, when I get to uni, I want to just focus. I don't want to end up in the same situation at 25 as the people that I like surrounding myself around. I just want to, you know, completely do something different. 
And I was just so focused. I used to go to, you know, networking events, seeing people like, you know, CEOs of large companies Mm -hmm. telling me their come up story. And it was like so inspiring for me. Then going back, going to uni and then meeting like, you know, other 18 year olds with just a, they don't know who they are. They don't know what they want to do. They don't know anything. And surrounding myself with them, it really like pulled me back down. Pulled you back down? Yeah, because... With 18 year olds, you, you know what they do, or don't know what they do. Who didn't? Who didn't? Okay, 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 I got you, I got you. Yeah, so because, um, that like you know, you are who you surround yourself with. Yeah, I, I 100% believe that. Um, so like the first semester of uni, I was doing like you know, um, 10 day freshers tour, traveling the whole of like you know, Midlands, going up and down, doing it all. Um, wouldn't even turn up to my lectures. Like, I didn't, <laughs> I was one of them, first yeah. you don't matter, type yeah. of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it doesn't matter for anyone listening to this, stay focused in school. Um, and then it got to like, um, you know, around December times when everyone's like, S stuff is ran out. Like, I'd worked the whole summer to pay for my rent because my S student finance wasn't enough yeah. for the whole, like, it just didn't fit anything. So, all my rent money had come from my summer. And then um, it got to like around December um, when no one had money, like, not one singular person had money. We were all doing our brokenness together. Like, <laughs> it was just... <laughs> and these times, like, when I say, you know, um, when I say I worked, like, I mean, I worked so hard and I, like, actually saved quite a lot for summer. And my original plan was, like, my student finance, I'm going to put it away in my ISA and I'm just not going to touch it. And then when it comes back to repaying, everything I need to at least I'll have that money on the side and I won't have spent it at all mm. but then I like you know realized like I wanted to do lifestyles like I'm young I want to do lifestyle I want to do mm. everything um mm. and then ended up spending my money very foolishly like for pretty much the whole of like fast and second year uni any money I would earn I'll spend it so foolishly like I was so stupid with it um, on what what's fully what was foolish for you like alcohol and stuff <laughs> nah like yeah. I'm talking like um Back then, I would not have a job, but I would be relying on everything I've saved, like my actual savings, digging into yeah. my savings to walk into Selfridges and do up Selfridges snaps and buy big bags <laughs> of nonsense. Like, why am I doing that? Yeah, yeah, I've seen them. You always post the throwbacks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, now when I look at them, I was actually telling, like, uh, my boyfriend, this, like, it disgusts me looking back at this. Yeah, like, this yeah. thing, now that I actually I like know about compounding, I look at it and just like think that was like four years ago. If I look at that, like if I calculate how much that would have been by now, if I put it into like you know ETFs or whatever, uh, yeah, yeah, just um, a small, small ETF, you would have been nice, yeah, yeah, just a small, small S and P. Not to talk about if you put it in something like crypto. <laughs> oh my god, that, that's a whole different story. That yeah, it's a whole different story. Well. Like, yeah, 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 that is depressing. Crypto. Yeah. Is depressing um so now but i I like that you know just just sorry to cut you off like you touch on a good point the fact that you look back at yourself and you were disgusted at it like that's how it should be like no matter what you was doing you should look back at yourself and be disgusted at it in my Mm -hmm. opinion yeah it's something that people don't know people don't know about that i look about myself and i'm disgusted i'm disgusted at what i am yesterday i'm like what the fuck man yeah every day is improvement yeah yeah like for me it's like definitely yeah when i look so first and first and second year it was just wasteness just it was nonsense. just wasteness. I feel like I think you know the whole like living for people. Do you know what? Yeah, actually no. Let me not say that because I am the kind of person that um, if I like something, if I genuinely think yeah, if you like someone, 
no, just something like if I mm. walk in and I see like something, I don't mm. care the cost. If I like it, I like it. I don't like it because other people like it. I don't mm. like it because of what other people may think. Mm. But I have an expensive taste. So mm. that's, that's, yeah, I had to learn to like things that were cheaper. <laughs> um. So obviously that. Where do you think that came from? Um. So I. Oh, okay. That's a whole different. Like you know. So, like growing up here. Yeah, I'm obviously from Zimbabwe and my parents sacrificed every last thing that they had to come to the UK. Like they sacrificed their friendships. They sacrificed being close to their family. They sacrificed everything just for like, obviously me and my brothers to have like an amazing life in the UK. Mm. Um, Like my, you know, growing up, everything, it wasn't, um, I used to live up north, like just in like, you know, one of them towns that's just uh, like, that place is nasty. It's like, basically equivalent to like Liverpool Merseyside is where I grew up <laughs> um so for me like I've always been like when I have it I want to mm. I, I just want a lifestyle mm-hmm. that is yeah. a lot better than where I've come from but I want it to be generational for yeah. everyone after for my parents and then for everyone after me so yeah. that's kind of where my expensive you're, you're kind of saying that when you did get to the point where you had a little bit of it. It's like, you you didn't want that feeling of what you had before where when you saw something, it wasn't like uh, you can't get it, you just couldn't get it. But then so when you got into a position where you could get it, you wanted it. Just, exactly. Yeah, you had that money. You yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, do you know what? I all, like, I'm one of them people, I'm a, I used to be a reality, no, let me not say used to be, I am a reality TV junkie. Like, but when I say reality TV junkie, I'm talking like, you know when you watch like the Kardashians or like Raw Housewives or Digida, Mm. it's like i i watch it in a perspective of okay there's like this one scene in keeping up with the kardashian when chris jenner walks into um like the american version of harrods it's like an american you know mm-hmm. i've forgotten the name of the shop and she's walking around and she's like i want that i want that i want that and scott disick is like to her but you already have all of that season like you already have everything in here would you why do you want more she's like no but that's last season and that's when I talk about like I want to just be rich. Mm. That's what I'm talking about. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just never having yeah. to. Yeah, and I'm yeah. gonna touch upon that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so from there, and then I ca- it came up to like you know, third by the third year of uni, because I did four years of uni. Mm-hmm. By my third year of uni, um, my cousin passed away in my third year of uni, and we were pretty close. And I kind of realised, he was like 21. Mm-hmm. And I realised, you know what, yeah, life is about living. Because I think it, I got to a point where I was like, you know, working, 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 working so hard, but I wasn't enjoying anything. Mm-hmm. In passing away so prematurely at that age, I thought to myself, we can work as hard as we want to in this life. But if like today I was to pass away, God forbid, um, have I even done anything that's like close to my heart, something that I want to do? of mm-hmm. my life mm-hmm. and I think at that moment that's when I stopped living for people too much and I stopped looking at you know I always thought when I graduate I'm gonna do like you know corporate job I'm gonna have a graduate scheme job I'm gonna be like you know management consultancy one of the big four companies and that's mm-hmm. everything that I was working towards with like my grades of like my networking with everything was just to have like a good job title mm-hmm. But it's not what I wanted. So from there, um, I decided to travel quite a lot. And I remember like going to nine different countries that same year after that. And I realised, you know, that's Damn. something that I actually want to do. If I'm going to waste money away, I'd rather waste it on 
experiences rather mm-hmm. than the materialistic stuff. So you, you went to nine countries in one year? Yeah. How old were you when you did, did that? Um, 20, no, 19. 19 slash 20. Right. What, did you go um, on your own? Yeah. Um, so I did um, Germany, Greece and Santorini on my own. Mm-hmm. But then... Um, well, name all the nine countries. So... So you did Germany, Greece and Santorini on your own and then you did... Uh... Um, did Spain, Tenerife, Amsterdam. Um, I'm forgetting a few. Do you know what? Did, name each country and then name who, like how many people you went with. They're actually all of my Instagram highlights because I realised mm-hmm. to turn, turn my little Instagram into a highlight thing. I'm saying nine countries because I remember you were telling me you wanted to do 25 by 25, isn't it? Yeah, and then COVID just messed. COVID just ruined my life. Yeah. You can still do it. I can. I can still do it. Yeah. yeah. What number are you on now? Um. So I decided to start like from then and now. And Kevin was so cute. He got me this scratch map uh, where I just scratch out after I've done every country. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, from there I also did um, France while I went to Paris. I don't know if that counts as like doing the whole of France but I did uh, Paris I did um I can't even log into my Instagram and show you but I've got I'm trying to like, look at my map and where I've scratched out oh, I did <laughs> Morocco I mm-hmm. did um Ibiza as well and I did Scotland don't know if Scotland counts yeah it counts another country yeah. what was it was it different when you went there was it a different vibe completely different vibe there you go then I just love them. Yeah, I love just chilling. You know, the whole nature thing. I'm a junkie for that. But yeah, um, yeah so like with each one, like I went with like some with fam- like my mom, with mm-hmm. my cousin, with my friend, friends. Yeah, all of that. Uh, but the main thing I learned when I travelled on my own was, oh my goodness, you know, it's a whole different vibe when you go somewhere on your own. I learned like what independence truly is. Some people can't even eat food on their own some people can't go into a, yeah go to cinema on their own some people just feel like they need someone for every last aspect of their life mm-hmm. um and for me I learned like the level of independence like just you know how you can have that solitude and still be like really good yeah. by yourself so that's one of the biggest things I learned. And I would highly recommend anyone to go travelling on their own. It's so necessary. Mm, some people are like, they, are, they could never do it. A hundred percent. Like, uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you know, when you go with people, um, everyone is so different. Like, for example, mm. I could go travelling with you. You may want to, you know, do one thing and I may want to do another thing. Because you say you want to go nature. Me, I'm a city boy. I want to go see the city, man. I want to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love a mixture yeah. of both. But like um, mm. every year, me and my family will go to like, you know, Scotland, uh, yeah. Wales this year, probably like mm. Ireland, you know, and um, we just go to the nature. And that's why I've been having like my social media detoxes when yeah, I do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But I love that stuff. I'm, I might get bored, man. I'll be like, yeah. oh, can't we go to, <laughs> I don't know, can't we go to the trade? Where's the stock market from? I'd be like, I want to see the New York Stock Exchange. Oh, yeah, yeah, honestly, I can't yeah. lie. So for me, it's like an, it has to be a mixture of both. And then like yeah. next year, I just want to do the whole of Southeast Asia. I just want to travel uh, the world. Um, I realised mostly from like, you know, I stopped living for people and I realised I think my calling, this took a lot of meditation, a lot of like, you know, looking within, looking around. Um, and from there, I just really found like what my personal calling is 
And like, that's also why I stopped doing everything. But that was more this year. And that is, if you don't, if you, if you want to share. Oh, um, yeah. So in a nutshell, I think for me, it's just helping, making a difference in people's lives and making a difference. Like I love animals. I love like the world. I love animals. I love people. And for me, it has just been making a difference in people's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can have, you know, all the riches in the world, but I don't know how, If I think you may understand how satisfying and just like how complete you feel when someone just comes to you and says, damn, like you changed my life. Mm. For me, that's a whole different thing. So that's kind of what I want to delve more into rather than just chasing the money for chasing the bag sake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what kind what kind of countries are you, in, are you excited for for Southeast Asia? Um, definitely Indonesia. Like, yeah, you know, Bali's like a must. Um, I do love like you know Malaysia looks absolutely amazing and Singapore. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know all the little islands. I don't know if you've ever seen the cinematic videos. I swear I sent you one a couple of weeks ago. It's like a yeah. cinematic video of like islands and how beautiful the world is just no yeah. yeah it was yeah it was it was pretty it was really pretty i do like watching kind of those videos so first year second year waste third so would you say that that cousin's passing kind of put something in your in your in your head in your mind in your head it kind of ticks something i was like yo life is short kind of thing a hundred and fifteen thousand percent like yeah it was just, you know, when something is just so unexpected, mm. it's like you could literally just be, you know, going anywhere today and then that could be the end of you. Mm-hmm. But for you personally, do you feel like you've accomplished everything you wanted to? That, um, yeah. So for me, it was that. And I think at that point, that's when I mentally discon- like disconnected from uni. Mm-hmm. I knew, like I said before, you know, my parents coming to this country, working so hard, like that's one thing they wanted at least for me to accomplish. Um, and me just kind of still living for them. But that's one thing I had to accomplish regardless. Yeah. That, um, that, yeah, go on. Yeah, sorry, carry on. Oh, I was just going to say what you were just saying there in terms of your cousin passing, just how you just stopped living in the, like, how that kind of woke you up. Like, I feel like a lot of people live as if they are just going to live to 80. Like, that's a guarantee. Like living to 80 is a, is a guarantee. And it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, it's like people see like, see, people will see like, pe- I think, I think anyway, I'm just assuming people will see something like that. What happened to you was in like 21 and be like, oh, that was him, not me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that that's what people look at. Like, they just think it's, it's, it's him, not me. One thing I've therefore realized in life is that that phrase, anybody can get it, bro. Anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, but you can get it. You've seen that, you, that you've, I've, every, everything has happened to everyone that there's nothing you understand. There's people out here that have got, can- some people think that, oh, you only get cancer maybe if you're like 40, 50. Now nah, you can get it while you're this age. Mm-hmm. People have got cancer. People been in car crash, dead. You know what I mean? Everything under the sun, man. Heart attack at this age. Some people really do think just like, it's just them. Like, life is guaranteed forever. Yeah. And it's just like, so for me, I feel like that's, why i you know when people just like sleep in the whole day and do nothing old i i personally can't i don't care how ill i am i don't care how like you know hungover i am i don't care how how i don't care how bad anything is but i feel like as long as you're alive and you're like in the now right now it's a blessing you Mm -hmm. have to really seize it because 
anything could happen anytime. Hundred percent. And man, um, I can't lie to you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm really not here yet. Trying to just if I die, I'm really not interested in people just be like who who like people like you know what I mean. Put me on a t-shirt or something like. I really don't want that, man. Yeah. Like, you get me? <laughs> See, I make it a thing. Like um, because I I love checking up on my friends and just checking up uh, on like them and their mental health. Like I do. Yeah. You know, a little monthly checkup on everyone because yeah, I know you do. Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like you know, them people there that will start posting RIP. We will say, no, you weren't. You weren't close to me. Yeah. Hey, don't you say that? Yeah. Um, yeah, those people are the worst. Those people, there's a special place for them lying on someone. Um, but that's one thing I feel like you know, everyone, your family, your friends, they're there right now. Yeah utilize it as much as you can mm-hmm. yeah man like i think one thing like, like i don't know how people hold so much like hate in their heart for people or certain things like you talk to people like i look at myself honestly i i don't think i've got any hate hate for anyone like i really mm-hmm. really like i don't know like i don't i really don't like i i really don't like i don't know for what for what reason like for what reason like and even if you did something really bad it's like 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 i don't know what i can say like like it doesn't it just doesn't do anything for me if i've got that hate it's like it doesn't do anything for me and like this is one realization that came to me recently like even when people are doing things that i don't like 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 you know how people if you bring up some uh what's it called it some um buzzwords like oh like um flipping like only fans like people be like mm. oh only fan this that but me, I'm the so way, concerned. yeah, for me, I look at it, it's like, yo, they're not hurting anyone. Like people be like, oh no, why you do it? It's like, they're not hurting it. I'm not promoting it, by the way. I'm I'm, not, I'm actually quite against it, but it's like, they're not hurting anyone. Man's getting, she's getting her bag. Like that's it. Like, do you, like, I'd be like, yo, do, keep it up. Like, do you, I believe anything that you want to do in life, you should just be the best at it, man. Just be the best at it. Cause you just don't know what's going to happen around the corner. It's 100%. Like, if you just, if you got time there, just to sit there and just be like, the, 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 you know what I'm saying? See, 100% I mm. agree with you so much because like, yeah. for me, I was having this, this exact same conversation with my brother yesterday. Uh. It's like, people are so bothered. You know them Karens that sit on social media all day saying, mm, like, sh- sh- shut up. Like, it's it's got nothing to do with you. I don't understand how anyone can be so bothered mm-hmm. by another person's life choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, third, third year uni, before we go into fourth year, uh, yeah, okay, let's carry on. So after the holidays, did the holidays continue or did it kind of slow down? Was it COVID or what? what um, so my, when was my third year? With that, it was then COVID. Like COVID then occurred like in going into fourth year. Mm. Well, now obviously I want to like, you know, catch up next year. Mm. Like, and mind you, you was also kind of, you, was, you had no money as well, didn't you? Yeah, so um, yeah. oh, forgot to mention like the one thing that was funding my holidays was like I said I used to work the whole summer like people wouldn't hear from me and the best thing is I used to work with my best friend Sam like every summer me and her worked together so it was kind of like okay I'm working with my best friend like who else do I really need to where did you work um so any job Mm. like we had like um worked in you know worked in like a virgin money bank one summer worked in like a holiday travel like thing another summer Mm-hmm. So it was just like, like I mentioned, I've worked pretty much everywhere. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, it was kind of like, okay. I'm Various happy. side hustles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was like, I, w- I would spend the whole summer working. Like, I didn't care. Because my course was so demanding. I mm-hmm. would be in labs from like nine until four. 
mm-hmm. um, and then have like so much lab work to do. So I couldn't get like a job during uni. And for me, that's where um, my swimwear brand came about because I was traveling so much and there was just no swimwear that was like, you know, available next day delivery. That was nice. It was just, you know, them. you go into Sports Direct and see them swimming costumes that you see, like, you know, pro swimmers wearing. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to bring, you know, fashionable swimwear available mm-hmm. to women next day, especially, mm-hmm. like, no matter the season. Because even mm-hmm. if you go onto, like, you know, fast fashion on websites, like, mm-hmm. BLT or whatever, when it comes to winter, the swimwear line, like, they don't promote that website. Mm-hmm. So um, that's when I started my swimwear brand. And I remember, like, I worked a whole, like, I ne- like I never really understood what investing in something was. I worked a whole summer. And from there, um, I put pretty much everything I had earned. Bearing in mind, I mentioned my student finance isn't enough. So, like, I did not have anything. And I put my faith, my 100% faith into this. And I was like, I need to break even in the first three months. There's no way. Mm-hmm. I remember I used to say this to myself every single day. Like, I would have endless nights. Um, and I thank God so much for this. Like, this was like, I think, without this business, I wouldn't be where I am right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not know that you could outsource everything. I was not at that point where, you know, so I sat up every day and I used to teach myself how to do my marketing, how to make my website, how to, you know, just pretty much everything that needed to be learned to get this business out and about. That's what I learned about, you know, everything I now do for my, my digital marketing and for my clients, I learned it from that one business. Everything I learned about how to make websites, mm-hmm. I learned it from that one business. Mm-hmm. And um, the results from it, that business was doing me so well. But because um, I was majoritively, like, either drop shipping or getting, like, large quantities from China, mm-hmm. when COVID hit, my suppliers just went AWOL. And it was like, you know, from Chinese New Year straight into COVID lockdown. And then no one was going on holiday because mm-hmm. we were in lockdown. So that business kind of had to take a big step back. Mm-hmm. But um, because I'd learned all of them skills and they were so transferable, that's kind of where Chef by JV came in. I started like cooking during lockdown. Mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention I couldn't cook when I went to uni. Oh, seriously? I could not cook to save my life. It was so embarrassing. Um, You still get to try your food, man. Yeah, anytime, anytime. I actually was thinking, it's been a year since I last did my last order. I think it was like November last year. And I logged into my Instagram yesterday and I've got like 60 odd messages and people still follow me like every day. It's so weird. Crazy. Yeah, so that was one of the things that like, um, I did not know how to cook like when I got to uni, but I rinsed out takeaway so much. Takeaway was like taking my money. It was literally, had me by the throat. Um, and I had to learn, you know, how to cook um, ETC, ETC, and pass that on to. Um, and then, so I used to go on YouTube when I used to go on YouTube and just learn how to do like, you know, mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. And eventually I was like, my friends would come over and I'd literally learn something on YouTube and then I'd cook it for them. And I realized that, you know, my cousin, one of my other cousins came to my uni and he couldn't cook. And he'd come to mine all the time to like eat. And then he brought his friends over to eat as well. And like, that's when I realized, wait, hold on. This guy's actually bringing me potential clients. Mm. So that's when at uni, I decided to start that. Um, and I just was feeding everyone's children. 
<laughs> um, then I brought it over to Norton Keynes, increased my prices. Mm-hmm. The greatest thing is, you know, if you've got a service, don't never be afraid to increase. I remember I always used to tell you and Menashe this when you were doing anti nine to five. Never be afraid to increase your prices because regardless of like, regardless of the price, someone out there is always going to pay for it. You taught me this hard. Remember yeah. my Black Bezos daily. Like, yeah, yeah 100% it took me a while to listen to you behavior eventually <laughs> like and are you, are you crying because people have let go no you're not you're probably that, getting you, more people now you you taught me that hard man like I, 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 to the point now where when I see other people not pricing it correctly I get onto them I'm like bro you're crazy man increase this shit now yeah it took me a while to just crook off my head from it yeah you taught me that. you taught me so much you also taught me outsourcing did you say you learned from outsourcing from all your marketing and whatnot yeah, so yeah. I, I didn't know how to outsource when I started my business. So, yeah. like, for me, I had to learn everything. Yeah. Obviously, you learn first and then you outsource later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you taught me that outsourcing. But I, love Aria, I don't know where you was um, with, the, uh, with the food. And oh, you yeah. said... Um, so, whilst I was in the food business, it was lockdown. It was, like, literally... Um, I like a massive belief of manifesting. Shows how you adapted as well. Sorry, it shows how you adapted. Like you, the the so the supplies finished. That wasn't working, and then boom, Mark. Um, it was literally within three business. weeks. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. sit around yeah. not making money. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, you literally just turned the hobby into a business. Boom, like yeah. that click. Yeah. Um, and at that time, obviously, you know, uni was now online, and um, it was like going into. I was working at Tesco at this point but mm-hmm. also doing food on my days off. So mm-hmm. I would meet people, like, obviously in my local area. I was working in the Tesco literally two minutes down the road. Yeah. Um, and people would come into Tesco and be like, oh, okay, if you're hungry on this day, I've got my food business. So I was literally just, like, you know, marketing for everyone that would serve in Tesco. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Tesco yeah, would so. have you for that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, all the people in Tesco, like, about employees and stuff. Um, so my... Um, colleagues used to literally um, order for me as well. So, you know, everyone was like plugging it. It was like quite nice. And then this was my first other job as a 21 year old, you know? Mm. And that check hit different. It was so, dis- I was so disgusted. Oh. It was like, what the hell is this tax? What do you mean I'm getting taxed? <laughs> and I think at that point, I decided um, this is when like my spiritual journey really started. And I kind of deep, okay, I can't, like, for the life of me, I cannot um, work to, like, you know, bring up someone else's dream. I couldn't work to keep, you know, putting money into Mr. Tesco's mm. um, pocket. If I had, like, a shift at 7am, if I can wake up at 6 o'clock, get ready and go to Tesco and work there the whole day, why can I not do that for myself, to mm. grow myself and my business? Um, and that's where I was like, okay, this right here i need to make something lucrative that's gonna you know last like you know food i always thought okay if i've got the food business there but um i never had a passion for wanting to open like you know an actual restaurant or anything mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. it was more like this is something i can do and this is something that's making money but you need passion mm-hmm. and you need a desire for it and i just didn't so i still did food every single day I like hustled and I was making quite a lot because my dishes were like 55 pounds um and I would get even like you know 15 orders in one day so it's not wow. making money from that it wow. was 15 
Yeah, good. Choice. And you this is fifty five each. Yeah. Fucking oh. It was a uh, it was an amazing chop. I can't lie. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, every day I I'm so grateful um, that lockdown came about. Like I'm so mm. grateful for lockdown. I can't lie to you. Probably the only person I'll ever say it. But um, if it wasn't for all restaurants being closed, you know, I don't mm. know how much I would have been making. We're all grateful for lockdown around here, man. I tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, you know, I kind of realised, um, you know, whilst we're in lockdown, I think someone asked me, how did you make your website? And I was like, wait, hold on. This is something I actually know how to do. Like, I know how to make websites because I've done it for, like, all of every business I've ever had, I've made a website for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are like, oh, my God, your website is so good for, like, you know, my food business. And I would just, like, you know, that's when I realised we're still in lockdown, people being made redundant, people losing their jobs. I see every single day on social media, people saying they can't, like they have no means to feed their family. That's mm. a new market. Um, and those people starting businesses, but didn't know how to market it. So that's when, obviously, um, at that point, I had a mentor. I'm not going to go into depth about that. But mm. um, I had a mentor and that mentor taught me about social media marketing. Mm um and then I decided to utilize my skills almost straight away something that I didn't need any you know startup cash to do Mm -hmm. to this day I still tell people like I literally woke up one day messaged 20 people like I've noticed x y and z is wrong with your website this is how I can help you would you like to jump on a call and Mm. almost like within like two weeks of like doing that I was doing that every day imagine 20 times 14 then I messaged like 280 people wow and within my first two weeks, I had like my first two clients. And then my there you go. Stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there, man. People need to know there's one rule that I always use here. Yeah? 10% rule. Never fails. Whatever you do in life, yeah, 10% will actually buy. You message 200 people, two of them will guarantee they'll, they'll, they'll do it. People want to message five people and then stop. They'll be like, oh, I've already messaged five people, man. It's, it's oh my God, wait. No. You, do you say the 10% rule? I do the exact same thing. Bad yeah, it always works. For me, it's 10 for one. So mm. for every 10 people I message, um, four will probably reply and one will sign. So literally 10%. Yeah. Anything, anything in like, oh, um, you've got, you, you've gotten a, a social media page and you get a uh, hundred views. If you promote that shit every day, I guarantee you one person will buy your shit. One mm. person, whatever it is. Sorry, 10 people will buy your shit. Whatever you're promoting, 10 people will buy it. Yeah, 100%. Because I'm watching, I'm watching the clock because I know you got a meeting at 4 p.m. But carry on. Oh, no, I've moved it. So oh, you've moved it. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, okay. Lit then. We're free. We're free. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that was a whole thing. Quick note, don't forget to file your taxes because I had a meeting with my accountant before. Um, so, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so I was at that point where I was messaging, 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 and everyone always asked me, how do I start? How do I start? Like, why are you wasting four months making... Um, social media making mm. a website making mm. your everything look pretty just get mm. started because I didn't have anything all I had realistically was the two businesses I'd had and just like a few screenshots of like you know my Shopify dashboard and um like a few other things and I even decreased my prices so much so because I was like to them I'm not gonna lie to you right now you are like you know my first few clients I was gonna be like so I was like so transparent with them, mm. told them as it was um so I discounted it you know by almost half price mm-hmm. because people will do it for free and I like I tell everyone, do not do it for free. No matter how bad your skill like your skills that are no matter how early in your journey you are 
do it for a discounted price but never mm. free because mm. people will take advantage of your freeness to, mm-hmm. like they will milk it mm. um and then once i'd collected um so my main aim like i said i was like really spiritual and i used to manifest every single day like another thing you taught me yeah yeah 100% everything you manifest there's actually one quote I used to say every day to myself I remember especially when I was like really starting out like whilst I was working at Tesco about to quit my job which is from Napoleon Hill and it is I know that I have the ability to achieve the object of my definite purpose in life therefore I demand of myself persistence continuous action towards attainment and I here now promise to render such action so I used to tell myself this every day, like, you know, you're like, you can achieve your definite object in life. You can do it, but you have to stay, um, you know, persistent and keep working at it. You don't just give up just because one thing's gone wrong. You have to keep going at it. Um, and from there, I just started growing quite a few businesses. I was so fortunate to have it den- to work with a dentistry and, you know, I was doing adverts for them for like 500 pounds. Um, and then people- What do you mean for 500 pounds? So they're like, that's how much their marketing budget was. So they'll spend 500 pounds on so, like Facebook ads, Google ads, you know, social media ads. And then because they were selling like, you know, very high ticket um, services, like, you know, the Invisalign for like, I think like 2,500. Mm-hmm. Um, they were doing like, you know, crowns and other things like that services for like four thousand pounds um one of them made like forty two thousand pounds back within like the first month that i'd worked with them from a 500 pound budget and it 42 like, or 4.2 42 Poof. and it's like a dentistry well to be fair it was like a known dentistry but mm. um it was just from non-stop like you know marketing 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 and testing so from there like i kind of realized you know um i built a whole marketing strategy from Everything I can do is based on you have to test, test, test. There's no one fits all approach when it comes to marketing. You'll mm-hmm. never get that. Mm-hmm. Um, so kept working at it. And then there's like several businesses, like I'll pick them up at like, you know, they're at £36,000, but they're stagnant. And whilst I was working with these businesses, that's when I realised if you don't have money i don't know for you like if you actually don't have money and you are stuck in a situation where you're saying i am so broken this life i cannot make money you have to be stupid like there's no way there's people that are making 37 pounds a month that their business is actually making you know six figures every single month from absolutely nothing they've just gone on on ebay clicked on the smallest item and then sold it over and over and over again and they're making six figures from that but mm-hmm. someone with a phone who can type on Twitter, I am broke, cannot go on eBay and do the same thing and replicate it. There's no excuses. If you've got a phone and you've got internet, Wi-Fi, you've got, you can make Wi-Fi money, man. You, you, ha- you have to be able to. There's no excuses these days. There really isn't. There, there really actually isn't. isn't no excuses. Like, really I was isn't. telling my brother this as well. Like, you know, um, someone can say, but I'm like disabled. For example, there's Helen Keller who won a Nobel Peace Prize and she was blind, deaf and mute. So what's your excuse? Um, you see all of them like motivational people that have no limbs. I forgot the like famous... Uh, um, Inky Thomas. That, yeah. yeah. Him. Like he's got no limbs, no arms. So what's your excuse? Oh no, that guy with no, oh, no arms. Inky Thomas got like one arm. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, no, I'm yeah. talking about like the guy. That, that brother with no, yeah, yeah. No yeah. legs, no arms. Yeah. He's making money. So. Look at Little Man. Look at Little Man. He, 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 oh, yeah, I know Bouncer shaked him, but still, look at him, man. Bear oh, midgets that, are making money, fam. Bouncer shaked him, but you know. Uh, hash, hash, hash. Put, Oh, oh, yeah, because you'll say no, no, but it's another excuse. It's still, an, it's easy. It's an easy excuse. Most people in his position would be using them excuses. Or look at that hash puller, brother. Like, it's just, I'm just saying, small oh, people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not calling them disabled. No, no, no way of capable. I'm just saying that. Don't make excuses. Really. Yeah, just everyone excuses. Like, And yeah. I think a lot of people, um, there's a thing called a maladaptive personality where people cling on to something that has happened in their past. They cling on to it. I don't believe in past, present, like or what? future. So someone can be like, um, when I was younger, my my mum my was abusive to me. Uh. Therefore, now in my life, I can't do anything. Okay, but you can change your future. You can change your now. I, I'm personally one of the people I don't cling on to my past. Like, I don't I, believe in past, present, or future. Mm-hmm, I do now. Mm-hmm, I always say the quote, the past belongs to the dead. When I um, got that quote, yeah. Completely belongs to the dead. It completely belongs to it. Don't live there. It's for the dead, man. And it's like, one of the best things I've ever watched is, um, have you seen, um, oh my God, Soft White Underbelly? Mm-hmm. It's like, a guy who interviews like people, you know, I don't want to call them crackheads, but people that are drug addicted ah, in. Um, you told me about that, yeah. Yeah, and when he always asks all of them, "How did you start?" or like, you know, "Why do you still take drugs?" or "Why are you like in this position?" and almost ninety nine point nine percent of them, I know there's like an odd few, will tell you it's because X and Y happened in my past. Mm. But I think for me personally, I, I understand everyone's got a sad story. Everyone's got something that's happened to them. That's just part of life. It's part of growth. Even like the people, you can look at someone and think, okay, this person's a billionaire. They've got everything in life. Even they have something that's happened to them. And they still keep going and they still keep working. You can't use the past as an excuse for anything. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, that's kind of, you know, um, when I started seeing businesses earning this much money, it just like motivated me so much. Like, I think that's where I, I remember coming, like coming home from like meeting a client, they showed me their like um, accounts. Um, and like, I remember helping this customer, they went from like 36,000 to like six figures. Um, I've had like other customers go from like a monthly revenue of like you know seven thousand pounds all the way up to six figures but wow. just seeing that this is possible that's when um, you've had that that's when you that's when you so that's where that six figure yeah yeah came from jv is yeah. a six-figure marketer i don't know what the word is i don't know how you can say yeah that. yeah marketer yeah. so yeah. um because i can you know i have helped businesses in that situation but it's all about content strategy and just being different than everyone else copying and pasting what everyone's doing will never make you successful you mm-hmm. just have to add your own flair so there's a blueprint but add your own little you know touch onto there because that's what people like but um i remember adding this onto my vision board and it was like um this was about 18 months ago so i don't mm-hmm. know if this store is relevant but it was a black bezos but no not black bezos <laughs> i said that what that's stuck in my head <laughs> Jeff Bezos makes $2,489 per second, more than twice what the median US worker makes in one week. That's $149,353 per minute. And like for me, that's on my vision board because 
like everything for me is if they can do it why can't why can't I mm-hmm. I look at Oprah Winfrey and I'm like okay she is a woman that has had like you know if you've heard her story you'll be like so touched by it, it is mm-hmm. just but she's now one of the richest black women alive so mm. if she can then what would stop me what would stop the average person so i think from that what i learned is there's absolutely no excuse in this life um and you know i kept plowing 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 and by the end of last year i've never felt like you know so much gratitude in my life over anything because um i remember like going to dubai at the end of last year and just you know having that overwhelming feeling of gratitude that I was in a completely different space. I think it was mm. eight months before, I was literally getting up 6am to go work at Tesco. And at that point, I was like completely self-employed, earning my own money, doing everything and having like, you know, the kind of trips I would have like, you know, dreamt of when I was younger and mm-hmm. paying for every last thing myself. Mm-hmm. And it was just like um, overwhelming for me. Um, and then this year, was just like, you know, there's now formulas where repeat it redo 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 but at the start of the year there was that overwhelmingness of i do too much mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. manifestation has led me to where i was there but man like you know manifesting everything i want can also lead me to doing everything i ever wanted you know being a billionaire being a forbes 30 under 30 just having the lifestyle that i want um but i can do it just with being a digital marketer and a web developer without doing 10,000 things I still do you know all of like the underlying things like I still do like ETFs and property crowdfunding but that's more in the background mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of like a more money's more problem thing isn't it mm-hmm. um yeah so I think for me that is the main thing and then the last, last, last thing um, I think I learned last year was not necessarily like fake it till you make it, but you are your surroundings and your environment. Mm. So um, I have a list called, you know, top locations to bump into wealth. And every single time I've gone to these Love places, that. I make it like, you know, a mission to speak to at least one person or something that I don't care if I'm in a restaurant or whatever, I will go and speak to one person. And um, that's how I ended up meeting my new mentor i was literally gonna ask you how how the fuck did you yo talk to me talk to me go on how do you even when you when you say you walk do you literally just as in like someone's eating at their table and you're just like excuse me no not like whilst they're eating but like oh, you know, oh. <laughs> um like if you're just like walking you know in like the lobby of a restaurant or anything or you see someone like walking towards like their car you know that guy on tiktok that's like excuse me what do you do for a living yeah and no, no one ever ignores him because one thing people love doing is talking about themselves. Yes. So you, like, you can never go wrong on like, just asking someone genuine questions about themselves. People love that stuff. Yes. Um, so my current... I don't want to talk too much about this, but um, mm-hmm. I would like just... Yeah, talk us whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. Okay, so um, I think this was like actually in second year of uni. This is like when I wasn't focused at all. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've heard of Duck and Waffle in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was in Duck and Waffle after going to the club. So this is me and my friend. We're dressed like harlots coming from the club. like. But it was like, it's a 24-hour place and we wanted food. So um, we walked in there. Um, I wasn't dressed like a harlot or harlot, but just appropriate enough to be in there. Mm-hmm. It was like four in the morning. 
um and then this guy comes over to our table and he's like um celebrating my 25th birthday um you know we've been partying for like the last few days straight um join us on our table um and then from which was like completely random but mm. we were waiting for our first train our first train was at nine o'clock so it's like 6 a.m and we're waiting for our first train so that's why we were in a 24-hour restaurant mm. um so we had conversation with this guy and i remember this guy being like to me i'm a blockchain consultant um mm. and showing me his instagram and on his instagram um he'd posted a post like i think four years from that day and it was like you know, in a motivational quote, like you mm. have to keep going, you have to keep something. It's like a proper motivational quote, deep. Mm. Um, and in that motivational quote, the main reason he'd posted that was to keep himself motivated. And he was like in a very dark place in his life. This day when I met him, the guy's net worth was 17 million. So, Te- what, what, text me again what, what, what um, blockchain he's working for. I want to know, I want to know where he is on the, on the market cap. Um, Phantom. C-O-O. Oh, I, I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know you wanted to give him, man. That that's what you don't want to give too much, man. Let people know. Oh, do you know what? Yeah. Actually, no, no. Crop that what? part out. <laughs> well, I cut it out. All right. There yeah. You um, basically, yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah. Pretend you just. Uh, I'll cut it out. Don't worry. But flipping. Yeah. Let me. Let me see where it's on the on the market cap. Let me see where it's on the market cap. Just, uh, fam. This is yeah. You don't even want to tell. Let it. Let, let let people find out. Like it's so big. We'll see yeah. what happens in a few years' time. You never know what's going to ha- manifest from this. And then we'll see any. But flipping, 100%. I see this one. I actually got a big lesson of the whole don't don't say things before it actually happens, bro. Because I told you I was two days away from um that trademark busting fan. Maybe if I didn't do that, Mr. Black Basil's thing, you would have bust. Who knows? Um oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Never say until the thing's confirmed. I actually thought the trademark was confirmed, but yeah, it never was. And imagine I got juked, fam. Um but anyway, we move, but uh, let me see the market cap. I want to see where it's at. This, so the so the crypto, so the 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 person who mentors you, he works for a crypto firm. This crypto firm has a market cap of three point five billion dollars. Crazy, and he's a he's a he's a C, he's a C suite. That's what you can say. C suite level. Yeah. You know what it is. You can Google it. If you don't know, you don't know, man. Yeah. Um, but, oh, yeah. Ah, um, number 43. Number 43. Top 50. Top 50 cryptocurrency in the world. That's, yo, how that, wow. It's insane. It's yeah. actually insane. And yeah. do you know what? I don't know um, if you saw my, I, put, I even put this in my private story because I didn't want to scream about it, even mm. though I was screaming in my private story. But, yeah. um, Two, no, I think it was three weeks ago, I posted yeah. on my story, I remember this, I was like, um, no, it wasn't three weeks ago, it was like a month ago, I posted on my story, I'm going to have a mentor, um, I know, I need yeah, a yeah, 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 I remember, I remember, oi, I remember, you know, I remember what you said, I was it like, was. uh, I was like, nah, and you know what, yeah, I don't know if I texted you, because you were like, you were like, oh, I'm getting another mentor, like you, you said a little something about your old mentor, nothing bad. But I was like, ah, why is JV saying that? Like, kind of sounds like, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I was like, why are you saying that for like that? Like, and you was like, you're gonna get another mentor, and then just bomb, fam, pop out, fam. And like, I heard the, it from yeah. the biggest thing, like the most important thing about what I said was, um, I'm not gonna go chasing for it. I'm just gonna mm, manifest it, and it's gonna come to me. Yeah, that's the so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah, so yeah, carry yeah. on. 
that's just one of the things that I learned from you when it comes to this whole manifestation shit. Like, you don't have to stress. Like, I, I know before, like, man would be be stressing, but I've really learned that, yo, like, you could just do your thing and things will just come. Like, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. It doesn't mean be lazy. It still means you need to be on there, at it, working, working, but you need to be showing up every day and you need to be shamelessly advertising yourself. But shit, man, it will just come and you don't have to stress about it. I'm not stressed about everyone wants everything now. I need uh I need to be making 10, I need to be making five, six figures a month now. I need to be um this over here, top leaderboard now. I need to be it making X. Yeah, you. it will just come. It will just and come. Worth like the more energy that you put into it and conviction that you put into it, the like, you know faster whatever you want comes to you so for me with this I was like so set on you know it's like the faith behind it I was like so set on I want a mentor I want someone um I love everyone around me I love my network they're all amazing but I wanted like somewhere with like an insane status like someone that I can literally be like okay five years ago they were here and this is where they are this is the big leagues like this brother is in the big leagues yeah Yeah. you know what I'm saying so yeah. um, obviously yeah, there's me on LinkedIn, you know, tap, 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 tap. Um, forgot to mention there was a point when he mentored me and that's how I got into property crowdfunding last mm-hmm. year. Um, but, you know, that was uh, pretty short lived, but I really wanted to get into property game, but I was kind of, you know, dipping myself into everything. Mm. I wouldn't want to go through, you know, the months and months of just like going into one property and all of that. So um. I was going through LinkedIn and I was inviting people onto my um, new business um, page. And whilst I was going on there, you know, it shows you like someone's name and their title just underneath. Mm. And I see his name, like, because obviously I have him on LinkedIn. I see his name. I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that he like, you know, works for that. He just mentioned like blockchain, but he didn't mention what company. So Mm -hmm. I click on his profile and I'm like, whoa. Okay, let me send him a DM. Just say, you know, hey, how are you? How's life? Type of thing. Um, and then from there, I made it like very clear, like this is what I want. After I'd Googled him, played dumb when he told me everything. I was thinking, bro, I've been done Googled you. I've been done, you know, searched up everything. I know what you're, like, I know who you work for and everything. Mm. Um, and then from there, it was just like, you know, when something is meant for you, you don't even have to force it. So mm. I didn't try to force it. I just kind of mentioned this is like the areas of, of my life that I want growth in. This is kind of like, what can you teach me in these areas? Um, And then from there, it became like, you know, cool, I'm going to mentor you. And this is like the specifics of what it is we're going to aim for. So what, what like, I'm interested in like, yeah. So what, to what capacities like, mentoring you like are you paying is it kind of more like a he looks at you as like a protege or is it like you went to him and said i want to get from a to b can you just input we're gonna have these calls like what is it to what capacity is this like it's actually people are people because people are going to be interested people are going to be thinking all right cool i'm now going to go look for a mentor but i also want to know how they can help me you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so mm. it's actually a combination of all three things um so for me for example um i'll speak on like you know when i had a mentor previously i was almost like working for them so i do like mm. little instead of paying um you know for the mentoring time i would have like little odd jobs here and there but they would still give me like their wisdom every so often no like when i asked for it they would give it mm-hmm. um whereas this one's a lot more structured it's more like a um this is where i want to be i've seen what you've done how do i get from 
like where I am now to where you are. And especially like when I met him, I mentioned the four years before, he was completely like, you know, in the gutters. Mm -hmm. uh, like, you know, now I think it's like seven years later. It hasn't been that long. Can't have been that long. It's now like five years later. And he is someone like completely different from then. Listen, guys, just to reiterate, this is a top, top, top cryptocurrency fund that you all know. Everybody knows this one. Like, it's up there. If I tell you, you'll know. And this guy is a top, top level. He works there at a top level. But yeah, carry on. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where it was. Um, as it is right now, um, I'm not paying for it, but this is something because now it's more like, you know, casually asking but um and i had like a casual zoom call where i did ask like plenty of questions like i asked so many questions but um i'm getting to that point where okay now i'm like being annoying i actually have to pay for this mm. don't also another thing is don't be afraid to if you've got some if you know someone can be of high value to you do not be afraid to ask as many questions until that person tells you like you know like go away you're being annoying right now never be afraid to ask as many questions because people will help 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 as much as they can in this life especially when they can see someone like is a product of their like you know help mm -hmm. they will keep going at it. yeah because people love that shit it feeds on your ego like it feeds on your ego as the person up there like they like that shit like yeah, they're absolutely. like yeah i did it and if they were like they, they feel they kind of feel like if i was in that position I would love to get there too. But as JV emphasized, um, two things in my opinion is, A, ask questions, of course, until they say no more. And B, actually do what they say. Don't just take questions and go, oh, uh-huh, nice. And then come back asking for more. Actually do it. Or they're just going to feel like they're wasting time or tell them how you've been trying to implement or something. Would you agree? Yeah, 100%. I feel like a lot of people don't understand the purpose of having a mentor isn't just someone there to like, you know, like you know hold your hand and be like your mom and feed you whatever and you're like ah no whenever like, the purpose of having a mentor is because it is someone that's already been there they've done the mistakes and they're literally telling you this is how I did not make that mistake so you don't make the same mistakes so if they tell you one thing and you then go completely against it like you are kind of setting yourself up it's like you know reading the whole purpose of reading books probably listening to like podcasts um, having mentors is all the same thing it's just someone else has already been there and it stops you from making the same mistakes so mm -hmm. just take the advice yeah, yeah, yeah 100%, 100%. so and again did you say that you, you you've got a you've got a kind of a to b thing going on like this is where i'm trying to go yeah yeah i so, think that's key you know it's something that i believe is key is because thing is a mentor everyone has mentors by the way because people may be thinking huh like Really and truly, everyone has mentors. A mentor can be someone you talk to or might not be talked to. Some people might consider me their mentor. If you just watch my snaps and you're just motivated by it, trust me, I'm your mentor. And that's really my opinion. Or a mentor is just someone where you're getting kind of motivation from and whatnot. But I feel like where things get specialized is where you have a coach. A coach is somebody who actually is saying, look, we're going to get from a to b because a coach is someone who specialized in a particular thing we're saying get a to b great basketball players like michael Jordan, shaquille o'neal they had shooting coaches uh goalkeepers they have coaches 
Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they've got their manager, and they might have people around. You might have people around you. Because the thing is about a mentor, I'd say a mentor um, would might cannot even have to be in that particular field. Do you know what I'm saying? They're giving yeah. that more. They're giving more principles and general advice. Because I've got a lot of people who are saying that, oh, you've helped me in this and that, but I've got no idea what that field is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've got nothing to do with that. But a coach, which is someone which is specialised in that particular area, which you're trying to level up in, so they can help you those specific things. But yeah, but regardless, but yeah, so think, but but just know that even if you want to say use the word mentor, just know that a coach more is somebody who's actually got gonna help you from A to B. Yeah, mentors kind of just just general whatever happening in life is just gonna kind of yeah, yeah. yeah. So would you say that you've got more of a coach there or a mentor? Um, I think hundred percent it is still. Um, I think until I do start paying mm-hmm. for it it is mm-hmm. mental mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. i'm asking for things obviously i'm like mostly in the digital marketing sector mm-hmm. um a lot of what i'm asking just because of like the role is how i can level up from where i am where like you know entering the metaverse like i'm very heavy mm-hmm. on researching what the hell does that mean for mm-hmm. me as a web developer mm-hmm. the metaverse mm-hmm. a completely mm-hmm. you know web 3.0 mm-hmm. So um, I think I've just been trying to ask a lot about that and how that can long term, you know, affect me. And as someone that's got insight kind of into blockchain technologies, it is helping me uh, like, you know, insanely in that sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Beautiful, man. Um... There was one more thing I wanted to say, but I have forgotten. No, I forgot you forgotten. It's no stress, no stress. Uh, yeah, uh, well, no. yeah, we talk marketing. Yeah, that's been your big. What about um? So like, obviously, we was just where where was we was talking just about how you went from your food business and then you kind of went back in. Did you go back into marketing? Yeah. So now um, I have like a whole digital marketing agency. And agency. The ma- yeah. The main so, reason I say it's just a agency is because you know mm-hmm. web development falls under digital mm-hmm. marketing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about, talk about, yeah, brand blueprint. How did that come up? Because at the beginning, you was kind of just doing it under the what, JV Finance kind of name. Yeah, so I so was you went under a little rebrand, right? I went on like a full blown, you know, mm. rebrand because I think as um, a freelancer, it works for me so much. So um, I was like, you know, coaching someone recently into getting into dig- um, digital marketing, and I was explaining to them like, as um, a freelancer I feel like I can have that very personal one-to-one relationship with my client like a lot of my clients they call me up like my friends and they tell me about you know their lives or whatever Mm -hmm. but that's because I'm working with an individual as an individual working with an individual but as an agency because you know being an entrepreneur is not all sunshine and daisies and you know shouldn't glorify it too much because it Mm -hmm. is quite a lot of hard work but um having you know that close close friendship with a lot of my clients meant a lot of boundaries were crossed over like they they will call me at like ridiculous times or just (laughs) message me expecting to be done but i feel now that i'm like an agency Mm -hmm. so many boundaries Mm -hmm. it's like trying to you know if you mess up your order with like um, I don't know Vistaprint or something you're not mm-hmm. speaking to like someone like they're your friend mm-hmm. you have to wait like a whole three to five working days mm-hmm. for them to reply to your live chat or whatever so for me it's just helping with my mental health and just helping me as a person to just kind of you know take a step back absolutely yeah 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 it, it, what you're saying is a beautiful thing if people understand what you're saying like people just kind of just 
people when people like something I even I'm realizing really hard that like people feel like just because pe- people feel like just because I don't have a job or something that I'm just always free. Mm-hmm. People just think just I'm always free. Like you can just pull up on me anytime. When you're free, you can pull up on me just just because I'm free. Like it's like or whatever. And it's like, fam, just say just just uh, just to go off topic, bro. I'm literally just been watching the um, that cryptocurrency that guy's in, and it's just been going up and up, man. Ever since I've been watching it, your 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 mentors are crypto. I think we're just speaking like some sort of words, fam. It's just going up. It's like eight percent up. I've just been watching. It. Oh, yeah, it's just been going up and up, and like just straight creams. But yeah, but so people think that as an entrepreneur, people think that as an entrepreneur, um, yeah, you just got all the time in the world. But it's like, and it's like, I just sometimes I think to myself, like, do you know if man had a nine to five, you would never hit me up. Like, if if you would know that you're from nine to five, you can't hit me up. Like, I'm at work, and I feel like if I even try to set that boundary, people are like, oh, but you know, you don't have it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like I'm gonna start seeing that though. I had to set the boundary so deep, especially with my mm. Snapchat, because it's like, you know, I do very much value my time. Like from nine till like, you know, eight, I'm very much focused on work. I've had to now put my phone aside, but I'd come back to my phone. I've got like 200 messages just because I posted something <laughs> this morning. It doesn't mm. mean like, you know, I'm going to reply, especially when it's paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs. Like, you know, um, with what I do, I spend a lot of the time in meetings on the call by the end of the day i'm burnt out i don't have time to be having you know phone calls with people just like looking at lengthy paragraphs so it is a lot harder to try and like you know explain that to people but now i've set the boundary a bit too much <laughs> so people are scared to pop up but it's like okay um, yeah you know what yeah because you know what even though even though i don't have the boundaries as if like i can't lie to you some of the best business i've ever done is from somebody hitting me up at this random time or somebody just feeling like they could just hit me up on anything do you get me some of the best moments have happened from that 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 is is, is a duality there it's a duality because the thing is if you do do that whole serious serious vibe you kind of you can block certain things in a way i think you get what i'm trying to say in yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. It is. It's like for me, I think after reevaluating um, just how much time, you know, when I was doing like all the free advice, replying to people, all of that, I had to assess like how much um, returns am I getting from mm-hmm. my time? Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I realized is for me personally, places like Snapchat, I think only 2% of my business actually comes from Snapchat. Mm. Only because of my audience and how I do have high ticket you know, I do do some things that are high ticket. And a lot of the people are between like the ages of like 16 to like 24. So if I'm like, mm. okay, you want marketing, but I'm charging 2,500 for marketing per month, like mm-hmm. for three months contract as well. Like who's paying someone <laughs> when they're 16? So yeah. that is like the only thing. So for me, it's like, I'm going to, you know, utilize all my time on LinkedIn. I'm going to utilize yes. all my time on even just other places but um i still do that just for because i just love helping people yeah. more or less yeah i hope people are listening because that, 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 that's that's something that's key you gotta look at all right cool where's where am i actually getting roi where am i <laughs> you gotta chase opportunities really what you're saying there like you gotta actually go where the opportunity lies and the opportunity is linkedin and whatever it is I think for me personally some of the best business i've had is from one networking events because just someone's like oh this is like you know my website you can hit me up and i'll literally open their website in front of them and be like 
a bit slow mm. and then from there just like you know i end up doing a new website for them or just word of mouth it's mm-hmm. like for me that's one of the biggest things everything you do like this is one thing i learned when i had a food business everything you do make it picturesque because you know how um salt bay the food i've been there the food is like pretty mediocre it just tastes like any other steak place mm. but because people are taking videos of the whole experience mm-hmm. that's how his marketing gets around and with me with my food business because it was so picturesque everyone used to take a picture and tag me and it was like you know if you look on my highlights there's like hundreds of people who've done it mm-hmm. just everything you do do it with passion and mm-hmm. make it picturesque mm-hmm. yeah 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 definitely definitely you see how some businesses blow just because of that like i like like um you know that one instagram pro uh business that always did the stats What's what's it called? Something stats. They always do stats. Like they did the one for Mr. Benjamin. They'll tell stats about. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen that. It's like I um, I think even with you, like when you post something on Instagram, no, not Instagram, on like Twitter or your Snapchat, when people just screenshot it and mm. your name is on it, that's like mm-hmm. your name's getting around. Just mm. anything that people can circulate around as a picture mm-hmm. or a video, it will blow. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, I think that is all I have to say on that. Man's man's, man ended the man ended the podcast for me. You don't know I could have a pod question for you. Do you have a question for me? No. I'm joking, I'm joking. Nah, I do, I do, I do. (laughs) Now I always end the podcast on this. So I I I know there's so much more more we could talk about. It just escaped my mind, fam. Sometimes you know them ones because we're friends. Sometimes we're so comfortable, you just like I'm just kind of just yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all the gems. I feel like, because, like, chronologically, mm. I feel like I've touched upon everywhere for mm. over the last, like, five, six years of my life. So I'm thinking, mm. what more do I have to say? I know there's a lot that I've done in between. In fact, mm. um, now, um, so one thing is the course for me. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, look, this is the next question that I ask is what's next, basically? Where do you see JV in the next five years? And then where do you see um, your particular niches, like, uh, marketing and obviously I know you do web development so you're doing that kind of scene it all links so where do you see that also in the next uh, five years yeah where do you see yourself JV yourself as a person and then where do you kind of see um, your business size in the next five years um, so for me by force by fire the next like in the next eight years in Forbes 30 under 30 like mm. you know without a doubt mm-hmm. um, yeah absolutely and secondly, like, you know, like I mentioned, my passions have gone from just, you know, chasing the next bag and, you know, just continuously chasing to wanting to actually, you know, travel the whole world and just doing things that are near and dearer to my heart. Like mm-hmm. I want to go to Zim, make sure all of my family is sorted out. I want to mm-hmm. do all of that. So for me, it's more like I want to build experiences over the next couple of years. Um mm-hmm. And in terms of me and my career, um, well, I want to retire. Like, I want to retire. So, mm, in doing, the next five years, hundred percent. Well, I wouldn't say retires and you're just sitting there on a beach doing nothing for the rest of your life. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be completely like eighty percent hands off of Brand Blueprint Co. Mm-hmm. To a point where, like, you know, I can be anywhere, and there's just no need for anyone to contact me. Mm-hmm. um so i want to be like you know that level of retired where i just don't have to worry about it money's just coming in continuously um so that's kind of you know 
yeah for me what i'm aiming towards and that's taking a lot of hard work <laughs> trying to you know execute and there's going to be more work to come <laughs> yeah 100 yeah, percent. if i go ghost for the next three years you know i'm working towards that five-year plan we working baby that's all we can do and for me as like you know a web developer marketer it's like um we are entering a whole new world of like you know web 3.0 mm-hmm. and blockchain so i'm obviously currently at the point where i'm learning the basics of blockchain and i'm mm. learning about smart contracts mm-hmm. i'm just learning you know how can i utilize myself and this how to interface with like you know blockchain um i want to release you know so I've been speaking of releasing courses for like the last four months, but mm. um, I want to release courses that have longevity. Mm-hmm. So in the next couple of weeks, um, I am releasing my first course, which is front-end web developing like a pro. Um, the main reason this has taken me so long to finally release is because I don't want any of my students to just like be left hanging after I want to mm-hmm. you know, dash off my actual clients to them as mm-hmm. long as they complete my course um mm-hmm. so that's what i mean by you know i want to work smarter not harder and yes. give all of my work to my students and just getting certifications for that to make it very very proper so they can go into any industry and get a job of it oh um, so you want to make a course where afterwards they get some sort of proper certificate yeah yeah so uh, yeah mm. so that's why i've been for that mm, are you also looking at and are those like recognized you yeah, want them to be yeah. Rec- yeah, that's so, good. That's a great move. Yeah, and especially CPD and yeah. people partners. Okay, yeah, that's a move. Yeah, that's a move. Yeah, 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 yeah. That alone will, will, will entice people. Yeah, one of my podcasts with um the first lady I did on uh, the first girl that I did on the podcast. She yeah, that's what she's doing right now. She's doing a course where after it's done, it's recognized kind of thing. Yeah, 100%. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I feel like you can make so much money from um them, but. Like with like for example CPD accreditation, they mm. market you as well. So mm. you're not just paying to be recognized, they're marketing your course on their website as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay. that's lit, that's lit, that's lit. That's yeah. JV man. Probably talk what what yeah, that's JV man. We're gonna do these podcasts again. And then the next time we do it, what all those goals are gonna be hit. Now more time, probably in a year, who knows what's probably something like that. Yeah. Probably one thing that people probably wanna know is how we met from and probably what the what what yeah people do you know what's actually so crazy um Uh. i was going through like my screenshots trying to find like you know just um i was just trying to find um what's it called just like reviews from like anyone that i've ever had um i'm putting them all onto my website that i'm releasing Uh um and the first thing you ever said yeah to me was was it you that made the website god bless you you are a wizard (laughs) you could be safe what did I say? Say that again. Say that again. So it was the website you made. God bless you. You are a wizard. Keep your gifts safe. Rah. So that's the first thing you ever said to me. Yeah. Uh, and that was January this year. So, and I think since then, because you, you're just cool people. Like I actually adore you, Nero. You know, and the old friend as well. Adore mm. all three of you. So I think from there we. Just you still talk with him? um i'll tell you after this but okay yeah. okay yeah, cool. no. okay yeah. okay okay cool 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 all right um, cool yeah go oh yeah i was just gonna say and then from there our friendship just grew yeah 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 all right cool man yeah we're gonna leave you here man we'll see you guys in the next podcast it's gonna be in person bye-bye
All right, bye. And we're live. Welcome to the Black Basil's Daily Podcast. The Black Basil's Daily is an exploration of investment strategies, trading ideas, money flips, and stories that may help you turn a profit. The show is released every Saturday and is hosted by yours truly, Black Basil's. Guests include traders, investors, corporate professionals, entrepreneurs, and many more. The things that you're about to hear if taken improperly, will change your life. Let's get it.